Welcome to Happiness is Easy. Every episode, we will discuss mindset change, how to create a life of fulfillment, energetic healing, and personal growth. This podcast will simplify the way you learn to rewire your mindset and brings all of the information you need to do so in one place. Are you ready to achieve happiness, eliminate anxiety and depression, and improve your emotional stability and resilience? Here's your host, Oleg Schwartz. Got to make things happen. So. <laughs> this is funny. Yeah, this yeah. is funny. But you know, if you're okay yeah. to share, uh, we know each other quite, quite, quite some time. Yeah. But I want to learn a little bit more about your life from a different perspective sure. than what I know. Absolutely. Okay, we never really spoken about the other side mm. of what happened. Yeah. But it would be great if you can share whatever you feel comfortable with. Sure. Right? Uh, no pressure. Easy, easy, easy. Mm-hmm. Whatever you feel comfortable about what you went through. Yeah. So if you can share, you know, yeah. uh, it would be awesome. Sounds good, man. Yeah. I guess when I was, I would have been 20, uh, we were up in the mountains snowboarding. Yeah. And um, I mean, the long story short is uh, yeah. it was opening day. We, uh, we went to the top of the mountain and we were coming down one of the, the runs and there was a drop off on one of the sides. Okay. And my buddies kind of hit it but veered off to the right. Okay. And I hit it and went left. Okay. And as I hit it, I was going pretty pretty good speed. And I, I, was, I was an okay snowboarder. I wasn't, you know, amazing or anything. But yeah. I, I looked down and there is just this drop off. Yeah. Um, so I'm coming down and you know you open up the the windows as my friends would say. Yeah. Uh, and uh, as I hit, I, I landed like sitting position. Oh. As soon as I did that, just nothing from my legs. Couldn't feel anything. Wow. So how high approximately that was? I I don't know. At the end of the day, how high it was. But it was high enough was to high cause enough. this damage. Absolutely. So okay. generally, when you have that sort of impact, you need to be coming down for at least twice of your height. So, oh. so I, I'm so easy, maybe uh, what like uh, 14 feet or so. Something like that. Like yeah. like 15 or so. Yeah. yeah. Something around. Okay. There. I'm not seven feet tall, okay. but yeah. No, six, no, no. I mean, feet. yeah. I'm just assuming. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Like, yeah. So, so somewhere around there, and um, just. I like hit on the heels and just sat down. Yeah. So as soon as I did that, uh, I knew something was wrong because obviously there's 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 no feeling, like waist down. So, yeah, um, got my friends to ski down. One of them stayed with me. The other guy skied down. Yeah. And uh, got ski patrol. They came up, you know, put me in the sled and everything. Brought me down to base camp. There actually so, wasn't enough yeah. snow that day for you to be able to ski all the way to the bottom mountain oh. you had to they put me in the back of a truck and actually drove me all the way down um and then brought yeah. me into the medical tent and all that and, yeah. Uh, yeah you know started cutting off my uh, my snow pants and all that being like well they didn't really know what was going on right so yeah but i think people had a hunch they just you know they didn't really want to say anything yeah um, so then i got airlifted off the mountain by stars or ambulance yeah um, and as my story goes i think that they are probably one of the big, big factors in my recovery. 
Okay. Because I think if I was put in an ambulance and drove down to Calgary for another, it would have been probably a, a two-hour ride. Yeah. Uh, with all the bumps and everything and shifts and the road and it everything. It would be much worse, yeah. Probably would be much worse. Um, okay. So I was super thankful that they had um, a helicopter open that day. And okay. I uh, was able to get airlifted off the mountain and brought to Calgary where I found out I had a, a spinal cord injury. It was T12 level. So yes. However many vertebrae in the in the spine. Yeah. It was you know around mid uh, mid uh, uh, you know like right around here your belly button level. I see. Okay. okay. And uh, so I broke two vertebrae above, two below, but the one around there is the one that uh, was where I had a what's called a burst fracture. Okay. And essentially just uh, collapsed the vertebrae and uh, pinched the spinal cord. So. Wow. And that's how you. That's. It's, you know, like your uh, your typical spinal cord sport, spinal cord injury. Um, okay. So. Okay. So, so, what was the um, the physical feeling? I understand it was probably very painful and scary. Mm. What happened? But I want to know more. What happened in your mind? You know, okay. when when that happened, if you can recover, because it's very very important um, to show your mental. Um, your mental resiliency because you obviously have it. If you didn't have mental resiliency, you would not be recovered. I don't. I think you're 100% correct. Um, I mean, when it happens, you you're kind of going through all of the questions in your mind, like, well, what's going on? And yeah. then, of course, there's um, why me. That's always the big one. Yeah. Um, and kind of you know asking yourself. Um, everything that's led up to that moment in your life you kind of question you know why you're there on the, yeah. in the hospital bed and everything um, but that being said um, I was very lucky um, in a lot of respects I had like a great support group around me so mm-hmm. I, my parents are were there yeah. that, that evening um, my friends were always there for me and but in my mind I I just saw it as a roadblock. Like, I think that I um, I knew that I was going to recover and get better. It just okay. was how difficult was it going to be, how much effort was I going to put into it. Yeah. And, I mean, I was going to give it my all because why wouldn't you in that yeah. case? Um, so... I mean, you're down in Calgary, I go in from mm-hmm. surgery and everything, and that's kind of where you find out, you know, your prognosis. Yes. And uh, it was what they call an incomplete injury. So that means that there was still a spinal cord intact. Um, oh, so there was a way to, there, there was, to, uh, to come back from that. Absolutely. So as soon as okay. I heard that, and as yeah. soon as I heard my prognosis of being, there's a, a scale of um, severity of yeah. injury. So there's A, B, C, and D. A is essentially you have no motor function, you have no feeling. I was a C on the okay. scale. So I had I had pinprick feeling. I had the ability to feel, yeah. you know, uh, a pinprick on my toes and stuff. Yes. I couldn't tell which toe they were hitting or anything. But you felt something. Absolutely. Okay, so in that, what gave you the uh, mental uh, push there was to hope. not give up. Yeah, there was hope for sure. But you agree there are a lot of people that just by being in the bed, mm-hmm. similar to your injury, would give up. Oh, yeah. So there is a fundamental difference in your thinking to someone else. 
So that's what I wanted to like. Yeah. Like, if you can pinpoint yeah. what drove you to still be positive. Yeah. Yes, you heard the positive news, but not everyone is like this. Yeah, very true. So I, I want to change others to to if they ever get into a problem, you yeah, know, like, like, this, like this, right? Yeah. They would say, "Hey, we've heard this guy say." We have to be like this. Yeah. But because it's a skill. I think mental resiliency, it's just like riding a bicycle. It's a skill. In yeah. my point, no one's born with it. Yeah. Uh, maybe lions are, <laughs> right? Or hyenas. Yeah. Because they just have to be out there, right? Yeah. But people have to develop it. Yeah. Because we're too smart. I, I very much agree. It's, it's just the self-belief in yourself, right? Yeah. Um, and that being said, I, I always had that mentality of I was going to get better. Because... You, yeah. you hear the statistics, and they're, yes. they're not good. No, no, no. Something like that. They're not, no. 90% of people don't walk again after that sort of injury, and yeah. of the 10% that do, there's like, a, you're, you're you're probably better off using a wheelchair. So, yeah. frankly, I heard the statistics, and then I started doing some research, and, I, and if I could get one message out there, it is that it's possible to come back from that injury. Yeah. Because I saw there was two guys from all my research. Yeah. And this was back in 2013 that I saw were walking again after that sort of injury. Yeah. Um, and one of them was on the sledge hockey team from Canada, like the Olympic team. And the other one was a guy down in the States named Pat Rubberfeld. Mm-hmm. So as soon as I saw that, I knew it was possible. Yeah. So, so as soon as I see something that's possible, I it's kind of like that four-minute mile. You've heard about the story of the four-minute mile? No. So the four-minute mile was this impossible... Uh, it was an impossible task, essentially, right? Yeah. To run a four-minute mile and nobody had ever done it before. But back in the, I want to say the 50s, there was mm-hmm. one guy yeah. who broke the four-minute mile. And okay. as soon as he did that, within the next oh. year... Others did too, yeah? There was probably about, I think there's, and there's over a thousand people that have done it now. <laughs> so there was an absolute uh, mental shift that he did for them. Yes. So as soon as you see something possible, as soon as you see somebody else do it, you know that you can do it. Yeah. You don't know how much work it's going to take. You don't know how much you know yeah. anguish there's going to be with it. But you know, in that moment, that yeah. is possible. And as soon as there's a possibility, yeah. and in this life, there's, I kind of am of the mindset there's really no impossibilities. You can really start to see how you can shape, you know, your life going forward. Yeah. And that's really what did it. Is, is knowing that it was possible. Okay. And as soon as that happened, I was like, okay, I'm going to be the next. And so you woke up every morning. Yeah. What did you feel? Um, like, physically, you know, it was more pain, less pain, like, you know, all kind of management of the pain yeah. and being able to, to go through it physically, but mentally. Like, yeah. mentally, you wake up in the morning, you open your eyes. Um, you know how... A depressed person wakes up in the morning. Like, yeah. they're not happy to wake up in the morning. No. They're just like, they open their minds like, oh, crap, it's morning again. Yeah. So, and they're not in the injury, mm-hmm. right? So if you go back, like, you wake up, you're positive. What you think? What, what do you say to yourself uh, in a new day? Yeah. Well, 
I knew I would have probably 10 hours ahead of me of rehab, right? So Physio and stuff? Yeah, or, physio yeah. and everything. Yeah. And I was like, well, let's let's do it. It's, it's time to, you know, and I, frankly, I, I wasn't sleeping so much in those stages because, you know, there's thoughts going through your head and everything. And yeah. You're, you're in an unfamiliar environment and all that. That's a yes. Yeah. But, yeah, it, I would wake up in the morning and I was... I was like, let's go to rehab because, like, let's let's do whatever it takes, and mm-hmm. um, that was really just my mindset through the whole process. Um, yeah. If you talk to any of my friends or my family, they would also say that in the hospital and everything, I was pretty, I was happy, I was positive. Okay. The, the reason being though is because yeah, you almost have to put on this this mask in that situation. You almost have to be. You almost have to be telling everybody else it's okay. Like to support them in a to way. To support them in a way, which is which is it's this it's this burden for sure. But for the family or for everybody. For everybody that comes in the doors. So and you know, for the staff. Uh, even for the staff, yeah. Because they would come in the door and you know they would see you in that situation, and mm-hmm. you know I would have people that would start crying when they walked in. And I was like, it's it's going to be okay, like. And that I had to be that person every single day. And yeah. you, you start to believe your own bullshit at a certain point, right? It's, but you were basically not allowing yourself to fall back. 100%. By putting that mask, yeah. right? Yeah. Because, again, people feel, people come. Family obviously loves you. Friends love you. Everybody, right? I mean, lots of uh, warmth. Yeah. And they feel bad. Yeah. Why would they feel good about it, obviously, right? They yeah. feel bad. But that really, I mean, it helps you, but also doesn't help you at the same time. Yeah, well, it was a very right? difficult position to be in, for sure. Right, yeah. they, they want to help you, but there's not much they can do, really. Really, only really beside supporting you. But yeah. how, that's the thing, right? Yeah. yeah. But then you can change people's reactions. Yeah. It, it is not fun situation. So you, okay, that's another good point that that's another like fighting mental point that you put for others. Yeah. But it also helped you. It definitely helped me. Right? Um, just having that. And I also had, like that support group around you is very important, but yeah, because people were like, you can do this. And, yeah. and then as soon as, because then you, then you almost have to, you have to prove them right. In a, in a lot of people's lives, it's proving people wrong, but when it's proving people right, it's it's even better because you're of just course. yeah because of course because you're like they they have this belief in you you yeah. have this belief in yourself and it's, it's yeah. just this self fulfilling prophecy which was yeah for me it was an amazing situation to be in mm-hmm. and it's it's why I'm do you think it changed you like like oh, what what changed if you think about Josh pre and after the accident how are you different. I I look at life completely different. Like I I know that it's so fragile. It's so yeah. you know you could be gone tomorrow. Um, yeah. And that was a, a shift in me. And, and as a 20 year old kid, you, you kind of you know you're infallible. You, uh, you that's know, the perception, right? Yeah, you, you have the whole your whole life in front of you. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's kind of how it came about for me, where I was. I'm not going to be fearful about things. Like I, I know that I'm. I could be gone tomorrow. So everything that I do, I want it to be something that's positive. Okay. Something that I enjoy doing. Something mm-hmm. that 
you know, is allows me to to have new experiences and, and yeah. put myself out there as much yeah. as possible because I, I know that it's it's this it's this fleeting experience. It could be, you know, taken from you in a, in an instant. And you are op- uh, absolutely open-minded guy then. I would say so. Yeah. 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 And and my perspective continues to shift as I you know as I yeah, keep that's getting older and shift. everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there's I just look at things quite differently than you know the like the average just because yeah. I think that there's after you go through something like that it's it's obviously this altering experience and yeah you you look at pain differently you look at all of those like the you look at effort differently and, and yeah. how you look at pain is it's this instead of this thing that you avoid it's this almost beautiful thing because it's it means that you're you're still here and as soon as you yeah. as soon as you look at wow. that in a different way that yeah. perspective shift is is so powerful so in some way a person can only change mm-hmm. going through something painful I, true would you say that i think yes or watching somebody else go through it too okay. um, and i mean i i don't have the answer for everybody yeah absolutely and, and, yeah and, but for me that was definitely my shift like that was my my thing that you know changed my entire life um maybe it's you know growing up in a, a household that's abusive or something like that or maybe it's um you know watching somebody very close to you pass away or whatever there is i i do think that there's a beautiful thing that comes from that yeah trauma and that you can you can let it destroy you very cool, okay. or you can come out of it as this completely shifted person who looks at life through a different perspective and also you have this compassion about it too because you yeah. see you see somebody down the street and you don't know what they've been through yeah um, nobody knows what you've been through so it's it's kind of this uh, very opening it almost op- op- opens another level of compassion within you right yes Most can definitely. I can I say that? Yes. Right. That, that I mean, unfortunately, we do live in a very judgmental society nowadays. We do. Right. And then with Facebook and this and that and oh, you have to have a life like yep. whatever. You have to have a car like whatever. You have to have a house like whatever. Yep. But if you can't afford it, then what? You're not a person anymore. Yeah. Right. It yep. is almost this perception of that, and I really don't agree with it. And I feel bad for a lot of people who are younger than me like yeah I know I'm 38 but compared to an 18 year old I've seen a lo- way more and I, I think their almost their perceptions are so wrong and it's so hard for, for for me to explain like hey that's not what's important well we value the wrong things yeah right um, it's nice to have nice things but really what's the meaning that you have in this life mm-hmm. and that's The issue is that, and so many celebrities run into it too, right? Yeah. You're worth $30 million. dollars. You can buy any house you want. You can buy any car you want, you know? it. But there's this underlying question of like, why am I doing this? What is my purpose? Why is there, yeah. you know, like, it, and there's a huge amount of depression in those people because yes. they, they have to put on this facade of having this perfect life. They're never real. Yeah. They cannot be real. Yeah. It's like one of the things what I want to talk about in my 
I don't know if I can call it a show, but <laughs> conversation, yeah. okay, is how to be <laughs> how to be real, right? Yeah. Like about because I experienced a lot of anxiety in my life mm. uh, and a lot of depression up and down. Yeah. And I'm, I will be. You know what? One of the healing mechanisms is to actually just open up about it and just like say, you know what? This is what I had. Yeah. I'm not gonna be shy about it anymore. Mm. And this is what happened to me. And I went through emotional pain yeah. that caused me to start this podcast in the first place. Because that's my healing mechanism. Yeah. It's like, you know, a bit of a selfish approach, uh, kinda, yeah. but this is how I try to solve it. But I mean, and if you can reach people with it, then that's, you know, they're going through things too. It's good to hear perspective on you know, maybe yeah. somebody else is going through exactly what you went through. Um, Most likely, there yeah. must be. There must be. There probably A hundred percent there is someone who is going through similar stuff yeah. and don't know how to yeah. how to open up. Yeah. Because it's not a cool thing to read about Theta healing. You know, it's not cool. <laughs> yeah, or prayer. Or, or prayer, or admit yeah. that, you know what, uh, you go, like, I'm Jewish, I go to synagogue, okay? Yeah. But I go there. And every every Sunday morning, mm-hmm. I go um, and I sit and actually feel that I connect. Yeah, you know, it gives me this warmth. Mm-hmm. It feels the time. You know, I'm in a crowd of like-minded people mm-hmm. about that specific topic. I can't open to all of them about my podcast because they're they're not not all of them want to hear about it. Yeah, but about the warmth of energetic, you know, connection and peace. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, pain. I really believe all kind of pain pushes us towards an ultimate goal of we just want a peaceful life. And sometimes energy realigns us. Almost like something crappy happens. It's almost like it's like a wake-up call. Like from a Jewish perspective, it's a wake-up call. When something bad happens, it's a wake-up call. If it didn't kill you, it was a wake-up call. If it killed you, it was a final call. Okay? (laughs) Right? Like, this is the approach. Pain is also a a universality in human experience, right? Like, no matter what you do in life, yeah, you're gonna experience it. I don't care if you lied in bed for 80 years of your life. Like you're gonna have pain because your your body's not meant to do that. So yeah. you're gonna have physical pain, and you're gonna go through emotional pain. It's just what it is. It's yeah. how life is. But yeah, the, the issue that I have too is that we live in this um, society of like a victim, almost propping up. Where you, yeah, where if you're a victim, I'm a bigger victim than you are. No, I'm a bigger, bigger victim than yeah. you are, right? Yeah. And to me, that's just garbage. Mm-hmm. The, the strength comes in, in overcoming whatever it is that your situation is. Yeah. Um, and to, it's, sure, sympathy is nice, but it, to me, it's this false sympathy. It's this, you know, it's this, it's hard to explain, but it, it, it to me, it's, it's, when I went through what I went through, yeah, I went through it in this absolute solace, and it was let's overcome this, let's get through this. To where a lot of people today are just like, well, I'm a victim, so I'm going to live in this for the rest of my life, and yeah. I'm going to hope people that you know, I hope I'm going to hope people are sympathetic to that. But let's be honest here, like, that's not a good life to have either. It's much better to have a challenge, overcome it, and you know, then you have something to share with others and, and to show yeah. them that, hey, yeah. 
what you're going through right now, you can beat it too. You can yes. overcome it. You you can be happy again. Yeah. As opposed to living this life of you know constant sadness. Yeah. And to me, that's just to go through life. You can you have a choice. You can either yeah. be positive or be, be negative. Yeah. To me, 10 out of 10 times, why would you not pick the positive side of things? It's just a better life. It's common sense. Yeah. But that's another thing that is scarce nowadays. Yeah. It's common sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. No, I may be talking like I'm 85 years old and I've seen it all. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I have lots to learn. Yeah. I love learning. I love, I'm open to perspectives. That's what we're talking today. Yeah. Being open to perspectives. Because yeah. common sense is a perspective. Mm -hmm. In my mind, is a perspective. Mm -hmm. You can take it or you can be ignorant. Mm -hmm. and there is a, a lot of issues in our society today that happens because people don't give a crap to be uh, open-minded. Yeah. It's just like, I'm right yeah. and I do not care about your opinion. And this is where all the racial problems come from. Like, my, uh, this is better than yours. And yeah. You, if you know some say it, some show it, yeah. but it's really the same thing. Mm -hmm. But we're really not better than anyone, no. or we're not worse than anyone. We are our own individuals, and that's what I want to like. Like that's like the essence of my connection with people. Yeah, you know, this is what I really, really value. Um, yeah. Right? That's one of the reasons that I, I messaged you because I know mm -hmm. that oh he will be on the same page as me. <laughs> like I know that. Yeah. Right? Because you guys are doing kind of similar, like, I mean, maybe not the same subject, but whatever. Yeah. Similar stuff. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Right? So this emotional depthness, it's like, give me maybe three, three final points. Because I like to keep those episodes not very long. Yeah. Because another scarcity we have nowadays is attention. Yeah, most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this yeah. is funny, right? But it's true. Yeah, almost. Right? Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Um, Give me like three, four final points yeah. of your like mental, uh, mental growth or mental um, change that 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 you did uh, from what happened. Yeah. Like in the future, we'll do more conversations. I exactly. like if you're open to that. Sure. Yeah. You know, you maybe bet. some other aspect. Yeah. But you guys are deep, and I like it. Mm. Okay. Um, most happy. That's it. But, and so three then, or four yeah. points. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, my first point is probably going to be um, don't run away from pain. Mm -hmm. I think that pain, if you shift your perspective on it yeah. and look at it as a, a challenge and as a almost a vehicle for growth, okay, you are going to have a much better life, a much happier life. Mm -hmm. Reason being is that. Instead of being afraid to do things, you run towards them. You start to, you know, look for those challenging things, and you start to say, "If I overcame this, yeah. I can overcome that. If I, if I, if I beat this, I can beat that." And it's just this continual, you know, this continual staircase of getting better because of that. Yeah. So that's my first point. My second okay. point would probably be. Um, it's a lot better to live positively than negatively. And you have a choice every single day when you wake up. You can be positive, you can be negative. You can be thankful for the day. You can be, you know, you can look at the day and be like, I, I don't know what I'm going to do with today. It's just, but 
look at that as a positive too because you know you have this almost infinite possibility of what yeah. they can be too yeah I didn't know I was going to have this sort of you know go into a conversation with you and talk about these sort of things <laughs> you just don't know right so yeah. so take every experience and go into it yeah. with your whole heart and your whole mind and that is something that I completely started to do as soon as okay. this, this happened to me. And then my third point, uh, that's a difficult one. You can stop on three. Yeah. Well, no problem. I, I, I'll make a third point. I think it's that there's really no impossibilities in life if you, if you look for, you know, if you look for positivity like if you look for somebody else has done this before mm -hmm. or breaking it down into like the simplest of steps for me it was yeah. like oh I can move I can flex a muscle in my quads okay so I'm going to focus on that as much as I possibly can and then tomorrow a second muscle came back in my yeah. and it was like wow and, but that's like it's 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 breaking things down into their smallest components and realizing okay. that there's really no impossibilities if you start approaching life that way. Okay. And that, that would probably be my third point. And my fourth point, I'll give you the fourth point. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'll give you a fourth point too. And that's just frankly that... Yeah. Look at others and, and you don't know what they're, they're going through. So just be kind to them. Yeah. Um, and realize that people are going through all sorts of different things. And to be that light in their day, to give them that smile, to, you know, to, to put that smile on their face for five seconds. Yeah. That's what life is about. Frankly. Yeah, yeah. And um, when you start to realize that, it, it's... Your Feels life, good, right? You, well, you give out happiness and yeah. happiness comes back, right? And yes. it's, just, it's just this consistent, um, self-fulfilling prophecy of, you know, yeah. It's a circle. And yeah. give out more and you're yeah. gonna get back more. And that's that's probably my fourth point. So awesome, awesome. Yeah. No. Thank you, thank you, Josh. I'm really really happy that you agreed. Yeah. Well I right? man, I I love this. It was like and this is a fun format too, because you're right. just out in a coffee shop and talking, but <laughs> yeah. and, anytime, absolutely. Thanks so much for having me on and uh, yeah. I, I look forward to seeing how this turns out. So. You know, I'm sure it will be great. Mm -hmm. Okay, I call my listeners, yeah. all five of them for now. Yeah. You know, happiness nation. Happiness. I came. I came I like up that. with this idea because like yeah. you know it might it maybe sounds cliche, yeah. but you know it's from my heart. Yeah. And I really mean it. Like and like like I said in my previous episode that you know if I made one person smile, yeah. somewhere. Uh, you know, thanks to internet, who knows where, uh, that uh, effort that we have done right now was uh, justified. Absolutely. So I thank you very much. Go, man. Okay. Uh, okay, and we'll see you guys in a few weeks on a new episode. Bye-bye.